Tom Sumner program. Old fashioned radio for a new generation. Oh, it's always a pleasure to be with you, Tom. You know that. Yay, Tom! I love it in Flint! You're very astute, Tom. Have an easy question. I'll debate Andy Dillon on your show. Well, uh, that's a very good question. Uh, Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm all right, Tom. How are you? Lucky team, Mr. Sumner. Ciao, Tom. How are you today? That's a good question. <laughs> Hi, this is actor comedian Jonah Pody, and you're listening to the Tom Snyder, uh, Tom Smothers. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. What's his name? Oh, Sumner. The Tom Sumner program. Good morning, Tom. How are you doing? Hey, at least I got the Tom part right. The Tom Sumner program, old-fashioned radio for a new generation. A social distancing tip. While the CDC urges you to avoid close contact, like hugging or shaking hands, there are other non-physical ways to say hello. Wave, wink, use sign language, salute, smile, give the peace sign, throw up an air high five, do jazz hands. Remember, stay a minimum of six feet or two arms length away from others and stay home if you can. For more info, visit coronavirus.gov. Let's all do our part because we're all hashtag alone together. Brought to you by the Ad Council. This is Mayor Sheldon Neely, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Show. Get to work at night.
Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, as we roll into the third half of our three-hour tour, since it's Friday, it means we always uh, try to have a musical guest to kick the weekend off early. That music starting out this hour was uh, from the Mercurials called Late Night Drive. And uh, Anthony Lee is uh, with us by phone. We have a couple other members as well. Anthony, welcome to the show. Hey, Tom. How you been? I've been good. I've been good, all things considered. And uh, right. who else do we have on the line? Hey, how you doing? I, good morning, Tom. This is Steve. Thank, thanks for uh, having us. Hey, Steve. And, uh, and, and is there anybody else there with us? Hey, Tom. It's Nate, uh, the bass player. Me, the bass player. You know you can't be a fan of the band if you don't know the bass player's name. <laughs> <laughs> so what is your name? bass player nate nate uh, well nate <laughs> sorry nate and uh steve welcome to the show as well hey thanks sir thanks tom I, I i'll start out with uh with anthony um tell us about the song we just heard well the song uh late night drive uh it it came to me one day on the way home from work kind of as the title kind of implies there and uh, I just couldn't wait to get home and uh, be with the wife and the family after a long day of work and just kind of a little little story about it and a little bit of melody to coincide with it. So something to give you a little pep until you get home. And uh, let's see, um, have you been able to play out at all during all this uh, shelter-at-home uh, business right, connected right. to the pandemic? Right. Uh, you know, we had a solid uh, set of shows all booked, and then, of course, uh, COVID hit, and they were all wiped clean. Uh, but in the last couple of months, we've been able to uh, get ourselves on some outdoor uh, events that have all been uh, really fun times, and everybody's been really responsible, too. So, uh, you know, it hasn't really put too much of a dampening on us, so we're grateful for that. Have you been able to work on... Uh new music have you have you been able to get together and rehearse and stuff yeah we get together uh we uh get together uh when we can and uh you know another great thing about this day and age is you can record remotely and send each other all the files so uh you know that's kind of kind of been a boon too we can always send each other demos of what each other are thinking and uh keep it moving that way and and now i know nate's the bass player and and Steve, what do you play with the group? I uh, I play guitar. I, I mostly handle um, the rhythm aspect of uh, of what we're doing and trying to to create. And the the song we heard earlier, um, Anthony, that was obviously an original song. Do you guys do all original music? Yes, sir. We certainly do. Yeah. Um, and and uh, for Steve and Nate. Um, does does Anthony just like come to rehearsal with with a song and say here, come up with stuff for this or how how does that process work, Steve? Um, you know, so early on, like uh, starting and coming in, I think that's something I really liked about the band. Uh, most of the the music that he had um, was already kind of like the way he wanted it, um, and we were able to come in and work with him. Uh, to recreate that, to, to help him create his vision. Um, but, but it's nice, too, because we do have uh, 
a creative freedom. Uh, it, it is nice. I like, I do admire working with Anthony in that capacity because, uh, I mean, I'm here to help him some, you know, come to the fruition of some of these songs that I know he's put in a tremendous amount of time and effort into. Um, so being able to help that, um, you know, I'm playing in previous bands, it, it just is a really a driving force behind the music for the organization. Um, but at the same time, I, I know that, uh, I, I know there are, there's other songs we have in our back pocket where I just came up with something and I was like, hey, Anthony, uh, you know, take a look at this, um, and and we were able to integrate that. So uh, we 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 work on that too. So I mean, there's a lot of um, there is a lot of creative freedom. Really, uh, you don't feel boxed in. And and Nate, how many pieces are in the band? Uh, there's five of us. There's Anthony on keys and vocals. We got Steve on rhythm guitar, myself on bass, and then we have uh, Sam on lead guitar and Harvey on drums. And I want and thank you for that, uh, Nate, because I wanted to make sure we mentioned the couple guys that aren't aren't with us uh, today. But yeah, it's, unfortunately, it, they couldn't make it. <laughs> well, is that because they're working or sleeping? Yes, yeah, sir. yeah, no, yeah. Work. No, it's work. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, they should uh, they should be glad that they have uh, that they have jobs. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah absolutely. We're, yeah, we're all very thankful. Um, for that there's no disagreeing with that so mm -hmm. so um when you're now this has been a really a, a really tough time but times are always kind of tough for uh for musicians um are, are the three of you working as well absolutely yeah. yep yes sir yes so you have to squeeze your your music in in your so-called spare time Sure. Yeah, I think the joy of that is it's an outlet, um, a kind of, or a, or a de-stressor or or any of those things. It's definitely a good outlet for for work. You know, like you said, the, the song "Late Night Drive" uh, it resonates with me because there I, I work in telecommunications myself, so we have weird hours, uh, and that's what stuck out to me. You know, get out of work at nine, you you just you're stressed. You're ready to get home um, and and get to your safe space where your family's at. Anthony, have you been able to? Has this been a productive time for you this last eight or nine months uh, uh, for uh, the creative process for for coming up with new music? Uh, you know, uh, yes and no. There's been a lot of there's been a lot of other endeavors that I've had my hands in musically as well. So I'm I'm lucky to stay busy with uh, multiple projects there, uh, but the materials in particular, um, Steve, Nate, and Harvey are actually relatively new members. So we've been spending a lot of this time just kind of getting everybody up to speed and comfortable with each other and becoming good friends, so that the music gels even more. And I think we've accomplished that to where our set list right now, uh, I think, is really uh, it's a magical one. I think people will enjoy it. Um, and and a lot of that is focused on live performance. But uh, how much recording have you done? Uh, you know, I haven't done a whole lot until about a month ago. People started to get comfortable enough to maybe, yeah, well, you know, there's there's only four of us in the band. We can do this. So, you know, we, we we've been uh, opening the doors and, and recording a few groups, but nothing too much. People are still, you know. Uh, hesitant a little bit rightly so so 
just kind of tiptoeing and playing it as we see the calls made. Well, I don't, I don't want to come off like Chris Wallace, but you said four of us in the band, and Nate said five. <laughs> I noticed it too. That's funny. <laughs> oh, I, was, I guess I emphasized myself. You know, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm Anthony. I'm just messing with you. Um, so, do you have plans to put out any kind of recorded music that people can get their hands on, or have you been putting things? Um, up online where people can get at it uh we we've been kind of doing both as much as we can we've kind of been delving into a little bit more of the social media aspect of things uh putting out live videos of songs uh since we aren't exactly in a full-blown recording process right now um we've been kind of just trying to put out uh well-made live videos with good audio quality and uh you can see some of those on our Facebook page or on our YouTube channel as well. Is is there uh, are there plans for a mercurial uh, EP or album uh, in the Absolutely. future? Absolutely, yeah. We've uh, we've pretty much just started talking about which songs we think are best and. Uh, when we can get to work on it because you know five guys in a band all working all family men it can be uh it can be a challenge to align all our schedules perfectly and and what about the live performance thing now that things are beginning to open up a little bit um you mentioned that you've you've done a couple of uh you you've started doing some outdoor things um how does it look for you going forward have you been hearing from places that you've played in the past and are you starting to put together a schedule yeah um you know we have seen uh quite a few of the clubs that used to house show, uh local shows uh reopen in the limited capacity or an outdoor capacity uh hamilton street pub in saginaw or white's bar in saginaw starting to do some outdoor stuff uh really well done there um so yeah we're, we're looking to play out uh, a little bit more uh but you know coming uh winter's coming up and uh we kind of lay low during those winter months and that's when i think we're going to start really hitting the ep material hard well that that sounds uh that sounds good because it's going to be a little chilly soon for playing outdoors tell me about it um do you like the outdoor gigs um i don't know what, what do you think Nate? How, what do you think about the gigs i think they're all right yeah i like them uh it's it's a little different you know used to playing inside of bars and uh clubs but i don't know i, I like it it feels a little more intimate sometimes even though it's more open yeah it's, it's interesting how that works but yeah i think there's a little bit more intimacy with an outdoor gig sometimes well, hey, we're going to be uh, taking a break here in uh, about a minute. And then when we come back from break, I hope you guys can stick around for four or five minutes. Um, sure. We're going to hear Definitely. another song from the Mercurials called Not My Fault. Uh, anybody want to set up what we're going to hear when we come back from break? <laughs> uh, sometimes uh, S hits the fan. And you just got to throw your hands up and say, hey, it wasn't me. <laughs> well, I can certainly relate to that. Um, <laughs> right. 
We uh, we are going to take a short break. If you're listening to us on WFOV 92.1 FM, our voice is radio in Flint. They are a broadcast service of the Flint Odyssey House Spectacle Productions and my good friend Paul Herring. We're going to let them squeeze a few words in edgewise. If you're streaming us on TomSumnerProgram.com, we have some messages as well. And then music from the Mercurials. When we return, plus more from the guys. Hello, darling. This is Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, with Tom Sumner. I'm Julie Lopez with Crime Stoppers. Have you ever wondered what to do if you have information about a crime or the whereabouts of a felony fugitive and you want the police to know but you need to remain anonymous? Well, here's what you can do. You can go to p3tips.com or download the mobile app. You can go to Crime Stoppers of Flint and Genesee County's Facebook page and click on the Leave an Anonymous Tip tab, or you can call 1-800-422-JAIL. All methods are anonymous, and if your help leads to a felony arrest, you may be eligible for a cash reward. Remember, your voice matters. Tom Sumner Program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair Politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell, Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com. Call us at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Imagine a journey down a picturesque river. Imagine your Flint River, 142 miles of recreation, natural beauty, and precious resources. The Flint River is a vital resource that is available for all to use and enjoy. The river and its ecosystem provide unlimited recreational opportunities and natural beauty while supporting wildlife in a vibrant landscape. We all have a responsibility to protect and preserve this precious resource. Learn more at FlintRiver.org or call the Flint River Watershed Coalition at 810-767-6490. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. If you have traveled to a country with a widespread outbreak of COVID-19, CDC recommends you stay home and check your health for 14 days after returning to the United States. Take your temperature with a thermometer two times a day. Watch for symptoms like fever, cough, and trouble breathing. And if you feel sick or have symptoms, call ahead before you go to a doctor's office or emergency room. Tell the doctor about your recent travel and your symptoms and avoid contact with others. For more information, visit cdc.gov. How do you do, ladies and gentlemen? This is Bob Hope back once again to tell you it's better to have Pepsodent flowing over your teeth now than to have water running under your bridge later. 
Have you lost your job and your health care coverage due to COVID-19? You're not alone. And Genesee Health Plan can help. I called and they provided health care enrollment over the phone with Medicaid, HealthCare.gov, and Genesee Health Plan. They made sure I had access to doctor visits, my prescriptions, and more. Getting health care coverage can be confusing. You don't have to do it alone. Get help with GHP. Call 844-232-7740 or go to GeneseeHealthPlan.org. We're in this together and together we'll get through it. The Tom Summer Program.com. Hello, this is State Senator Jim Ananick, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Hey, welcome back, everybody. This is the Tom Sumner Program, and we're kicking the weekend off early with, uh, that was music by the Mercurials called uh, Not My Fault. And joining me by phone, we have members of the Mercurials, including Anthony Lee, and uh, also Steve and Nate are with us by phone. Welcome back, guys. Hey, hello, hello. And nice job on the team, by the way. Thank you. 
Um, anything more you want to say about that song? Um, we recorded that a couple of years ago, and uh, I think, let's see, Sam, I remember uh, during the session that solo uh, in the uh, bridge there by Sam, uh, we were all sitting in there, and the hair on our arms just stood up straight. It was such a fun time, and it was such a cool solo. Uh, Sam's a madman. I think the other two guys can test to that. Um, was that oh, yeah. was that recorded uh, in a in a studio or um, how how did you do the recording? Yeah, so uh, I actually uh, run a project studio called Flatlander Audio Recording, and we recorded that all uh, all ourselves. And then we had our buddy Dave Roof uh, out of Grand Blank mix and master it at Rooftop Recordings. Nice. Well, it it sounds great. And we're going to hear you. another piece of music coming up in uh, in a little bit, but I thought we'd uh, just chat a little bit more. And um, let me let me start with Nate. Nate, how did you get started playing? Um, I think I was fourteen when I got my first bass guitar. Uh, my friend of mine at school got a bass. I thought it was super cool, so I got one. And then it turned out everyone in the band wanted to play guitar throughout my life all the bands i've been in so i've just i've always ended up being the bass player in every band do you know how many times i've talked to a bass player and he said well i was uh, i started on guitar but you know I, I was, we were putting this band together and we didn't have a bass player so i just i got a bass and started playing bass yeah we're pretty unglorified <laughs> why why is it that people don't just you know go straight to the music store and say man i want to play bass <laughs> You know, there's not enough there's not enough Les Claypools or Chris Squires in the world. That's why. That's fair. There's a lot more Slashes and a lot more Jimi Hendrixes out there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, and how about you, Steve? How did you get started playing guitar? Uh, you know, pretty, uh, like I, when I really buckled down, really probably would have been around 14. But um, it had always kind of been a piece of of growing up. My dad played guitar. Um. I can remember going to mid Michigan music and I saved up all my money and, you know, cause you want to be like your dad and, uh, they had a buy one, get one for a penny sale. So, uh, I went there, um, wow. you know, and that, that was wonderful, you know, so I got two guitars for the price of one. Uh, but I didn't actually really learn how to, to play them well. Uh, <laughs> I became really inspired around, Oh, I don't know, eight, 18. I graduated and I was lucky and privileged enough to watch, uh, Another local legend, Mr. Larry McRae, um, play. He, that was, you know, the the coup de grace of that celebration. Uh, and I think I just, after that, I completely fell in love. And, you know, a real humble guy. I got to go up there, uh, play one of his guitars, stand on stage with him. So I think I was pretty much hooked after that. Uh, it's also probably why I didn't want to play bass. Uh <laughs> <laughs> Larry makes everybody want to be able to play guitar and sing. Yeah, I, yeah to right. grow up and be that good, man, wow. Anthony, how about you? How'd you get started? Uh, I had uh, similar origins to Steve. Uh, there's always been a piano in the house. My mom was a choir director. Uh, I was in choir in, in high school, so uh, music's just always been uh, a hobby and a passion of mine, and I've always just kind of kept at it, and I've actually I've been recording even since about high school with Cakewalk back in the day. <laughs> well, and and we don't have the other guys to ask, but how did uh, 
How did you all get uh, together? How did the Mercurials form? Well, let's see. Uh, Sam, the lead guitarist, and I started it with a drummer friend of ours um, in 2016. And, uh, you know, rock and roll happens, so members come and go. Uh, came, uh, came across uh, Harvey, the drummer, and uh, he started jamming with Sam and I, and he goes, hey, you know, uh, I know two guys that might be into this. And so he gave me he gave me the names of Steve and Nate, and uh, I harassed them until they broke down and came and jammed with me. That's cool. Um, and and since you've uh, since you've been together, I asked you during the last segment if um, if the music you do is is all original. Um, certainly, mm-hmm. the songs that we're going to play. Well, we've got one more coming up in in a little bit. Um, are original songs but when you're out doing gigs um you know are you able to to put together uh, multiple sets of all original music like when you play a bar do you have to do covers to fill in to, to do four hours or um how does that work well uh you know we usually don't do the cover uh bar gigs usually we hit the uh either uh, original music only clubs or outdoor events or festivals in which everybody's there to have a good time regardless of what kind of music they play. So we try not to we try not to get ourselves expected to play the covers. That way people aren't disappointed if that's what they do expect from a band, you know? So d- does that mean that you uh that the gigs that you do are primarily, you know, one hour sets or maybe two one hour yes. sets? Yep, exactly. Yep. And and so that tends to be outdoor festivals and and gigs, uh, bar gigs where there are multiple bands on the uh, yep uh, on the bill, if you will. Um, who are some of the bands that you uh, that you play with? All right, um, let's see. Well, we'll give a shout out to MPD. There's some punk rock out of Vassar. Um, we hang out with uh, Blue Sky Goodbye out of Saginaw, uh, the Crush Tones out of Saginaw. I'll give a shout out to my other band, Silver Spork. Uh, we're like an alt metal band that hangs out in Saginaw. We've been around a long time. Um, let's see, who else, guys? Who else have we played with? Nosy Parker, uh, City Scope. Yeah, just, yeah City Scope, uh, Static Factory. This one down in Flint. We, uh, well, yep, that was Static the Factory. Sugar we just Pop, played with Punk Princesses. Sugarpunk um, fairies, sugarpunk yeah, sugar fairies, fairies, yeah. <laughs> yep, yep. And um, and then I I want to ask uh, Steve and Nate. Um, I know Anthony plays in a couple of bands, but uh, do you guys do some hired gun stuff as well? Yeah, yeah. Well, that's I mean our main focus has been the materials, but like Nate and I uh, have probably played together on and off maybe 10, 11 years now, Nate, you think, somewhere around there. Um, yeah. Long enough that uh, we don't remember. <laughs> That's how long <laughs> we played together. And, and uh, you know, we, I make jokes about a bass player, but Nate, um, he's always been that, that solid form of rhythm uh, there. And we did the cover thing for years. Um, and, and I think we've mostly kind of just tried to branch off and do originals as well, but... I haven't had as much time as I would like for that because the Mercurials is just, just it's the main focus right now. Is, 
is, Anthony, are you the primary songwriter of the group? Uh, yeah, I guess you could. I guess you would say that. Say uh, so. uh, our our lead guitarist also uh, contributes quite a bit, and uh, in the in the future, we're hoping we're hoping to get more of uh, the other guys' songs out. Just a matter of time before they give them to us and present them, and we work them into our sets. Really. And and how do you, how do you do that? You mentioned earlier that you're able to, um, you know, courtesy of the internet, you're able to send tracks back and forth and so on, which is great when you're piecing together recorded stuff. But um, mm-hmm. but in the writing and arranging process, are you able to do that online, or or do you get together periodically and and hash things out? Uh, I'd say it's a it's a healthy dose of both. Um, a lot of times, I feel like our songs are kind of uh, singer songwriter songs. So like it's kind of up to the individual to come up with the meat of the song and maybe the whole maybe the composition as well, and then let everybody else add their own embellishments. So I would, and then there's other times where it's a full on collaboration as well. It, it really does just depend on the mood of the song and the band. And and for um, Steve and Nate, is is there a certain amount of creativity that um, you're able to bring to uh, to the arrangements? You know, if Anthony comes in with a song, says, "Here, I've got uh, you know chords and melody for a song," and it kind of goes like this. Does that does that leave a lot up to you to contribute in how that song ends up? Uh, yeah, I'll, absolutely. I'll yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> That's right, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, like Anthony had saying, Steve and I are newer to the band, um, so he's come in, and a lot of this stuff had already been written a couple of years ago. And he's, you know, here, here's what it is. They'll play it. I'll learn what you know, the structure and the chords, etc. And then whatever I play, he's cool with. I mean, it's been full, you know creativity uh free creative freedom uh within that because you know like i said the structure and uh, everything's mostly been written but he has been completely free with letting us play our parts how we want within the context of the song and and what about you steve as a rhythm guitar player are you able to uh come up with with different kinds of things or do you find yourself a little bit uh cornered into making sure that the the groove is well tended um so like i i actually i think it's wonderful and this was kind of a challenging project for me i played lead for many many years so um switching back to rhythm um it was really great i learned some really important things that you know there there really is a one right way to play something rhythmically um and once you find it and feel it, it it is, and it's very driving. But at the same time, um, I think that it really helps me focus on the execution of what I'm doing, and it just has to be right. So to me, no, I don't. It, for me, it was challenging, as a matter of fact, uh, to get it right, to get them perfect, to be in complete syncopation with the other guys. Um, but then I do have the creativity of it. Um, you know, there are different uh saturations of effects that we use as guitar players um 
you know, it, it, it really, yeah, I don't feel boxed in at all. More, I, I more so feel challenged, to be completely honest. See, I bring that up because there are a lot of guitar players who just, they, they, they just kind of seem to have this when in doubt riff mentality <laughs> i do i do and it's in the key of e um from years of playing you want to revert you do you want to revert back to uh you know you give me that and i do it They're like wow that guy's amazing um but that you know that's the thing and that's the cool part about it. that's not my that's not my job in this band uh, and i, I kind of like that too I, I am i'm an integral part to uh really driving what's going on with the piano and the songwriting so um yeah, I, I appreciate that about it, actually, in the music and, and what we're doing. Anthony, one of the songs that we listened to earlier had some orchestration in it. Is that all keyboards? No, actually. Um, that was my friend out of Arizona, uh, Corey, and uh, he did it remotely with a 57 in his trumpet and trombone, I mean. <clears throat> so that was that was actual horns and not something synthesized. Yes, um, yep, that was real. What happens when you go to do them live? Do you have to sort of cover those parts with uh, with keys? Nope. Uh, what we did instead was, you see, uh, Sam isn't with us on the phone right now, but if he was, you'd realize by now that he's a wizard. He's not a human being. He's actually a wizard. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, he, so we kind of uh, we changed the energy of the song a little bit for live, uh, to give it more of a rockin', uh, really, I don't know, what, what would you say, a like more powerful version of the song. You can actually, if you go to our YouTube channel, uh, we have a video, Late Night Drive, rock and roll version. And uh, that's, the kind, that's the song that we've been doing lately since we don't have, you know, all of the orchestration, I wish. Is that, is that something you would aspire to maybe at some point, if the, if the budget allowed to... Uh to have live horns or is that something that that just is appropriate to some songs um i'll be completely honest with you it has been my dream to have a band like toto since i was like 12 years old so yes the answer is i want all the horns all the percussionists and all the backup singers i could get <laughs> who are uh, you, you just mentioned toto and and earlier steve mentioned larry mccray but who are some some uh, people that have uh, inspired you, especially as a songwriter? Sure. Um, David Bowie, uh, I think, is probably one that I wear on my sleeve the most. Uh, when, you, when you listen to a lot of our tunes, I think people can pick out that I'm a David Bowie addict. Uh, Queen is another big one. I grew up listening to Queen and uh, a lot of Motown, Four Tops, uh, Temptations, obviously. Uh, Fats Domino, uh, Simon and Garfunkel. I got really heavy into some of that poppier folk rock from the '60s. Carly Simon, uh, Billy Joel. You know, Piano Man. You can't go without. If you're a piano band, you can't not mention Billy Joel, right? Um, and then, then there's some prog rock like Yes and King Crimson, stuff that really makes you think and like, wow, these guys like studying. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was always a big fan of. Uh, Emerson Lake and Palmer. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yep. <laughs> and and in particular the Tarkas album, but uh, oh yeah, classic. <laughs> indeed, um, 
Hey, we've got uh, an, another song coming up here in, in just a couple of minutes to uh, close things up. And I, I want to try to accomplish a couple of things uh, before we go to the music. Um, one is to um, let people know how they can keep track of uh, what you're doing and, and where you're going to be. Sure. Uh, well, you can search us up on Facebook. Uh, I think it's facebook.com slash the Mercurials official. Uh, you can check us out on YouTube, uh, www.youtube.com slash C slash the Mercurials. Uh, I think we're on Bandcamp. Yeah, we're on Bandcamp and Spotify as well. So you can check us out on Spotify. Just search us up. Add us to your playlist. We'd appreciate it. And uh, I'm always lurking around Facebook, too, and Instagram. So, you know, you can find us, chat us up. Well, since we're almost out of time, it seemed kind of appropriate to make the last song <laughs> out of time. You want to tell me a little <laughs> bit about that song? It's, uh, it's all about um, the rain and my struggle to mow the lawn when it was just it was just not letting me have it. And I was just super frustrated. And so I said, well, you know what? I'm going to write a super positive song to show you. Well, Steve, Anthony, um, and uh, Nate, thank you guys so much for spending this time with me this morning. I really appreciate it. And I wish you the best of luck with uh, your future recording and uh, upcoming gigs. Thanks a lot, Tom. Hey, we appreciate thank, being thank on. You. All right. Thanks for having us, Tom. All right. Take care. All right. Bye-bye. That was uh, Anthony, Steve, Nate, three-fifths of the uh, band The Mercurials. And uh, we're going to go now to um, more music from The Mercurials, uh, specifically a song called Out of Time. Then we'll go to break, and we'll be back with the final segment of today's edition of the Tom Sumner Program. The Mercurials, next.
Hey, <laughs> this is the Unknown Comic, and guess what? You're listening to the Tom Sumner Show right now, and now, and now too, and even now. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is working to help keep you and your community safe from the threat of novel or new coronavirus. Take the following everyday steps to help avoid the spread of all respiratory viruses. Wash your hands often with soap and water for at least 20 seconds. Cover your cough or sneeze with a tissue. Throw the tissue away and then wash your hands. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects or surfaces, such as remote controls and doorknobs. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. And stay home if you are sick. Call your health care provider if you develop fever, cough, or difficulty breathing. For more tips, visit cdc.gov. They say singing can help you remember things, so here's some tips for parents out there during these tough times. Number one. Make sure your kids wash their hands for 20 seconds after they've coughed or sneezed or been outside. Two. Virtual play dates. Social and physical distancing can help save lives. Three. Tell them they're safe and show your love and pride. Yes, we'll get through this together. Find out more at coronavirus.gov. A message from the CDC and the Ad Council. Tom Sumner program has hosted live candidate forums for local, state, and national offices at bars, restaurants, coffee shops, and colleges. Armchair politics has gone to Lansing, Frankenmuth, Birch Run, and Hell. Michigan, that is. We've done shows all the way to the Mighty Mac and back to the Briggs. We've done remotes from a baseball stadium in Lansing, a grocery store opening in Flint, and from a moving train. We'd like you to tell us where to go next. You can write us at TomSumnerProgram.com. Call us at at 810-339-8255 or contact us on Facebook or Twitter. This is your chance to tell the Tom Sumner program where to go. Do you have feelings of inadequacy? Do you suffer from shyness? Do you sometimes wish you were more assertive? If you answered yes to any of these questions, ask your doctor or pharmacist about tequila. Tequila is the safe, natural way to feel better and more confident about yourself and your actions. Tequila can help ease you out of your shyness and let you tell the world that you're ready and willing to do just about anything. You'll notice the benefits of tequila almost immediately. And with a regimen of regular doses, you can overcome any obstacles that prevent you from living the life you want to live. Shyness and awkwardness will be a thing of the past, and you'll discover many talents you never knew you had. Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila may not be right for everyone. Women who are pregnant or nursing should not use tequila. However, women who wouldn't mind nursing or becoming pregnant are encouraged to try it. Side effects may include dizziness, nausea, vomiting, incarceration, erotic lustfulness, loss of motor control, loss of clothing, loss of money, loss of virginity, delusions of grandeur, table dancing, headache, dehydration, dry mouth, and a desire to sing karaoke and play all-night rounds of strip poker, truth or dare, and naked twister. Warning, the consumption of alcohol may make you think you're whispering when you're not. It's a major factor in dancing like a retard. It may cause you to tell your friends over and over again that you're in love with them. Also may cause you to think you can sing. Alcohol may lead you to believe that ex-lovers are really dying for you to telephone them at four in the morning. Alcohol may make you think you can logically converse with members of the opposite sex without spitting. It may create the illusion that you are tougher, smarter, faster, and better looking than most people. And it may lead you to think people are laughing with you. 
alcohol may cause pregnancy, and it also may be a major factor in getting your ass kicked. So what are you waiting for? Stop hiding and start living with tequila. Tequila! I get the uneasy feeling Rod Serling is behind one of those doors. Rod Serling. Rod Serling. What's this, the Twilight Zone? Where is everybody? I would have been headed for the Twilight Zone. Twilight Zone. If I go any lower, I'll be in the Twilight Zone. All right. Oh, but Jethro's right at home in the Twilight Zone. I'm in the Twilight Zone. Now, having made this little jaunt into the Twilight Zone... I got a feeling something strange is about to happen. In the Twilight Zone. Hi, this is Ann Serling, and you're listening to the Tom Sumner Program. Ladies and gentlemen, in Philip Rapp's creation, The Bickersons. What's what's the matter? All right, all right. Blanche, Blanche. I'm putting a ribbon in my hair. Where are you going? I'm not going anywhere. I just thought I'd like to look nice this morning. Why? I knew you'd forget. You don't even know what day this is. I do, too. It's rent day. It is not. Today happens to be our wedding anniversary. Well, I knew it was a sad occasion of some kind. What kind of a remark is that? That's supposed to be funny. No, it isn't supposed to be funny, Blanche. I'm just groggy, that's all. I'm sorry. I knew you'd forget. I didn't forget it. So why didn't you say something? Blanche, I just opened my eyes. You forgot it. I tell you, I didn't forget it. But even if I did, you'd remind me of it. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. Is that all? No plans? We've been married eight years. Don't you want to do something? No, it's too late to do anything. It's sad about you. How you suffer. I didn't get such a bargain, you know. Okay, okay. There's better fish in the ocean than the one I caught. There's better bait, too. I'm serious. Okay, I'm sorry. You hack away at me in the morning and I'm so exhausted, I don't know what I'm saying. You wouldn't be so exhausted if you went to bed at a reasonable hour. I had to work overtime. Pour me some coffee. Get paid? I'll get paid. What time did you get home? 12.30. If you got home at 12.30, why were you so long getting into bed? I know for a fact you didn't come to bed until almost 2. I was in the kitchen putting the stuff away. What stuff? What's the matter, Blanche? You told me to bring stuff home for the party tonight. You invited a lot of your crumb friends and you told me to bring stuff, so I brought stuff. Did you bring the potatoes for the potatoes? salad. I brought potatoes. Did you pair them? I paired them. All of them? All except one. He had a big knob on top and I couldn't find the mate for him. <laughs> I meant... I know what you meant, Blanche. I even boiled them last night. Where are my pants? Who stole my pants? Nobody stole your pants. I just looked in the wastebasket and they're not there. My shoes are missing from the sink. Don't be silly, John. Your pants are on a hanger in the closet and your shoes are in the shoe rack. How'd they get there? I put them there. Well, I wish you'd quit throwing my things around like that. (laughs) Gotta get them or I'll be late. You won't be late. Here are your pants. Thanks. Blanche, these aren't my pants. They're not? Then whose pants are they? That's a good question, only I should be asking. Don't be so snug. They were baggy, so I pressed them. Baggy? Took me an hour to find the right crease. Be careful you don't wrinkle them now. What's the difference? I like my pants to look lived in. You're dragging the tops on the floor. Hold your trouser leg with your left hand, then step in with your right foot. Blanche, I've been putting on my own pants for over 40 years, and I don't need you to be the foreman of it. Which one? 
It doesn't matter. I want to use it for a belt. My suspenders are broken. Why don't you wear your belt? I'm using it to keep the soles from falling off my shoes. John Fitterson, you know you're just... I know it. I know I haven't got a belt. Where's my shirt? Where did you hide my shirt? I didn't hide it anywhere. Well, where is it? I draped it around the canary's cage so he could sleep. Is my shirt the only rag you could find to cover the bird's cage with? Hasn't hurt anything, has it? No, but I don't like the way that bird pokes into my pockets. Every time I take a cigarette out, I'm smoking bird seed. Why do you have to cover the cage anyway? The canary is sensitive to light. Well, get him a pair of sunglasses. Leave my shirt alone. No bird's going to sleep later than I do. Ah, shut up. John, why must you be so mean on our anniversary? Lanch, I'm not mean. I'm worried. Business is bad. My job is hanging by a thread. You never should have quit your other job. You made me quit. You said it wasn't dignified selling bowling balls. You were embarrassed to answer when people asked you what your husband sold. Well, it sounded like it was trying to start a fight. That's no problem for you. I gotta go. Here, and don't forget your samples. I won't forget. This darn vacuum cleaner gets heavier every day. Straighten this hose around my neck, will you, Blanche? There, there. Now, got everything? I think so. No, wait a minute. You got any money? Well, there's 50 cents in the sugar bowl. 50 cents? You can bring me the change when you come home. Now listen, Blanche, something's got to be done about this. I can't go down to work like a pauper every day. A man's got to have a couple dollars in his pocket. Now don't yell at me. I don't mind going with torn clothes and holes in my socks, but I'm not going to suffer through those lunches anymore. What's the matter with your lunches? You ought to know. You pack them for me. I'm just getting sick of carrying my lunch to work in a paper sack. Why can't I go to the restaurant like the other fellas? John, what are you talking about? I haven't fixed your lunch for two years. Oh, Blanche, every morning of my life I find my lunch wrapped in brown paper on the side of the sink. John, that's the garbage. Goodbye, Blanche. Goodbye, dear. Happy anniversary. Oh, <laughs> 
And that wraps it up for today's edition of the Tom Sumner Program. Uh, all this month, for the month of October, we're celebrating Schlocktober 2020 with all new horrible recordings. That has to uh, be, today's offering has to be the worst Beatle cover ever. Thankfully, we had a chance to get in some uh, some really great music from the Mercurials to kick the weekend off uh, early. And uh, thanks to Anthony and Steve and Nate for joining us this last hour. also want to say thanks to Kevin Mays, uh, who is um, introducing professional basketball to Flint. Uh, the season starting in March of next year. Uh, Flint United becomes part of the basketball league and um, should, be, uh, should be really fun to have uh, pro basketball in Flint. And, of course, a very interesting conversation during the first hour of our three-hour tour today with author Rod Sadler, a retired policeman who has turned to writing true crime stories. And his uh, newest book is uh, called Killing Women, the true story of uh, serial killer Don Miller's reign of terror and uh, the... Uh, subsequent um, plea deal that he received that'll have him getting out of jail in 2031, just just about 10 years from now. So anyway, interesting uh, interesting conversation with Rod Sadler, and thanks Rod for being part of the show today. And thanks to all of you for tuning in. We had a couple of technical glitches, but I think we'll have those all straightened out for the replays throughout the the day online and for our replay tonight on 92.1 FM. And uh, also, don't forget uh, that we'll be back Monday. There's Smoking George Winters. Let me know it's time to head down the the hallway to the living room for the weekend. And um, But I'll be back Monday morning at 9 o'clock with another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And uh, more Schlocktober 2020. We've got some great stuff coming up. We've got new William Shatner, new uh, Leonard Nimoy. We've got Granny Clampett singing the blues. we got a lot of really good new stuff coming up for Schlocktober 2020. But in the meantime, have a great weekend, everybody. Good night. The Tom Sumner Program is a live variety show. We want to acknowledge all of our guests who play such an important role in the show and our cavalcade of cohorts from coast to coast for their regular contributions. Most of the musical accompaniment was provided by people in or from the Flint area. Many of the pre-recorded portions of the Tom Sumner program are made possible by Flint's own Steve McComb and Pencil Sketch Recording in Nashville, Tennessee. If you have comments, questions or suggestions about the show, find us on Facebook. This is Prue Clearwater. Join us next time for another edition of the Tom Sumner Program. And thanks for listening.